What's up, everybody? Another edition of the Coast to Coast podcast. This time, I'm without my co-host. No Nick, no Christian. Sorry, fellas, for taking over the podcast. But, you know, I got to do it once in a while because I have a very special guest on today. If you've been following up with Penalty Box Radio and what we've been doing, we've been launching the junior hockey program. And this is part one of a series where we just get to know everyone who's involved with that program. And I'm thrilled to bring on Owen Cooper, one of our stars here at the program. Owen, what's up? Hey, Matt. Excited to be here. (laughs) You're all the way in Colorado right now. And when you were like, okay, between two and five mountain time, I was like, okay, I can do that. I was like, that's like two to five my time, right? And then I woke up this morning. I was like, no, it's not two to five my time, idiot. I was like, that's completely different. (laughs) It's so tricky with this program because as you know, we have people from different time zones all the time. So you can only Mm -hmm. imagine like when I was going through the first week or two of this and everyone's like, I can do this time. I can do this. I'm like, okay, you live there. You live there. I live here. Justin lives in a different time zone. I was like, what the hell is going on? But I'm thrilled we can have you on today. Glad that it worked out. Time zones are so annoying and hard to figure out. I I never know, like I travel. And so I never know if I like lose an hour or gain an hour. Like that just baffles me. And so maybe ne- next time I do jump on the podcast, sign up, I'll make sure to do like, like mountain time, but then also Eastern time. Oh no, I made sure I, it's my own fault. I wrote in the thing too. I was like, all times Eastern. I was like, ha, got everyone. I can do this. They have to calculate it. Then I was like, no, I, I'm just stupid. I, I can't figure it out. Um, Whoops. Okay. Next time I'll put it in. I will, I will convert then, but, or actually yes. a fan might just keep it. So that way you have to keep doing it. Or we'll just keep do screwing each other. all the time. Nice. We'll just keep screwing each other over. By I want to I want to dive into something that you brought up last night to me, and it's this Jerome Ginla clip. That yes. If you haven't seen it, video uh, viewers, I'm gonna roll the clip right now, and mm-hmm. audio listeners, just go on Twitter, type in Jerome Ginla. It, it'll Jerome be there. Jerome Ginla, literally being interviewed in what was it, Boston? In Boston. During a snowstorm, and they had no idea it was Iggy. Like. If you're Jerome McGinley, how do you not go, by the way, I'm Jerome McGinley? Like, kudos to him for not, like, saying anything. I don't know. I feel like if I was famous and, like, in certain circles, I was always recognized, I kind of would enjoy maybe just being, you know, just interviewed on something that, like, I'm not an authority on whatsoever. Or, like, just, like, you know, yeah, yeah like, the, like, wouldn't that be kind of fun? Like, oh, yeah, you know, no one's going to ask me about, like, you know, my stats or whatever. They're just going to be like, excuse me, sir, how are you handling this cold? Isn't this very frustrating and inconvenient, this weather? It's... And him, him be, giving the Canadian answer of, oh, I'm from Canada. It's not, you know, we're prepared for all of it. Yeah, and he's like, oh, we, use, we have snow tires. We're prepared. Just don't drive too fast. All very <laughs> valuable driving tips in the winter, Absolutely. by the way. Don't mm-hmm. drive like an asshole. PSA number one of this podcast. Absolutely. Um, the best part about this whole video, too, is if you look at it, he's got this shit-eating grin on his face because he's like, you he have no idea who I am, do you? And it's like, if that happened, I promise you, in any town in Canada, he would have been recognized immediately. I'm surprised that in Boston he wasn't recognized, to be honest. Like, yeah. he's a big enough player in a big city like that, that should be recognizable. Did he play on the Bruins? He did. For like a, he, yeah. he had like a little tour with the Bruins too. Like I'd get it if maybe, and I'm not throwing shade at Southern States, like if he was down in New Orleans and he mm-hmm. got interviewed for something and they didn't know who he was, and I'd be like, yeah, okay, I can buy that. But it's mm-hmm. Boston. It's a it's, they know it's what an hockey original city. It's, it's a hockey town. <laughs> it, it's a city that knows the game well and should know Jerome McGinley well, but instead they're like, yeah, we don't know who the fuck this guy is. We don't know what's yeah, going like, on. And the one screen grab you sent me of him just grinning at the camera, I was like, he knows. 
vibes. You know, I will say like uh, one of my uh, friends uh, knows someone at the news company that the broadcasting company that did it. And they said that they did know that it was a Ginla, but like, you know, that it wasn't about hockey since so feel the need to say anything. And that seems like they're covering their ass. Like, yeah. I, oh, I mean, yeah. I'm sure that's like, sure you can say that, but like, I mean, if you're talking to Jerome Ginla, you'll mention, you know, like, yeah, Canadian, but like, you'll put hockey player after former hockey player. And, like, I went to the reporter's Twitter, at Nicole Olivero. She's a weekend mm-hmm. evening anchor, reporter for Boston 25 Morning News. Her first tweet is that, ha, 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 I can always count on you in the slot, who's the guy that, like, originally went viral for finding it. And then she said, I don't know what's worse, me not recognizing him right away or you watching at 12.15. So even she's like, I couldn't. Okay. I yeah, exactly. Like, they're, they're absolutely, like... And, I mean, it's... I guess that he wasn't, like, you know, he's, like, one of, like, especially the most recent greats to play but like mm-hmm. like he's, I mean, he's a I, hall of famer like yeah a slam dunk hall of famer no questions about it yeah but and... it, it, how do you not recognize him yeah. like I, I could see this happening maybe with like older players because most of the reporters nowadays are like younger or younger demographic i could get it mm-hmm. if like bobby Orr showed up or something like that and it's like mm-hmm. well, a lot of people don't really know what bobby Orr looks like so yeah. it's like I understand you have to one. like you have, have to be him old but still like jumping like, yeah, exactly. in order to like put the context together be like, but hey, can you can you jump this direction can you I'm fly looking, <laughs> I'm looking through this thread here too and there's like it's happened to Carl Elsner Adrian Peterson the AP one I don't get because football is so big in the states mm-hmm. that if you don't recognize Adrian Peterson it's kind of tough especially since he's kind of a shitty human being and he made the news for being a shitty human being um, and then in Vancouver, one of my favorite ones ever is Roberto Luongo not being recognized while being interviewed again by the Weather Network. One, Bobby Lou has that classic slick back hair, and two, it's Roberto freaking Luongo. Like, how do you in not Vancouver? Recognize? In Vancouver, like where Bobby Lou was famous for a majority of his career, and where he should retire his jersey. To be quite honest, as well, absolutely. Like, uh, just it just blows my mind. It's. I, I will say, like, providing, like, a Colorado kind of, like, perspective, like, I remember I read an interview in The Athletic where they said that, you, you know, like, it's such, like, a small, like, like, hockey isn't that big here, like, it's, like, the Broncos are God, <laughs> and, you know, I think, I don't remember the players, and I'm annoyed that I don't, but there were these um, two big um, NHL players, one from Boston, one, one who played in Colorado, and they were getting, going to dinner. And the one from Boston was like, you know, we got to like find a way to like call the restaurant ahead of time so we can sneak in through the back. And the Colorado player was like, you don't have to do that here. Yeah, and they were just able York. to have, yeah, they were like, and or Boston, because that's what he was, you know, he was so used to being hounded in Boston. And so yeah. he just, they had like a perfectly pleasant evening out in Denver where no one recognized them. If and you- <laughs> If you were famous, would you want to be recognized? Oh, I, again, I have like mixed feelings. Cause like, you know, if I'm having like dinner with like my family and friends, like I don't oh, want yeah, to be like hounded. Like, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I don't want, I don't want to be hounded, but like, you know, if I, like one time my mom and I saw like um, Dave Grohl at a restaurant oh. when we lived in LA and like, oh. and my mom's a huge Foo Fighters fan. Love, like loves, loves them. And Best concert she didn't I've go ever up been to. to 
absolutely. And my, my mom refused to go over and say hi because he was eating with his family. And so, that's, you know, but I'm, that's and, super I, and I respect my mom for that. Like, you know, fine. Oh, but like, that's some self control, too. I know. And she's a huge Foo Fighters fan. So she was so like, but, you know, if she just like, if I felt like we're like, if we just wait and then like till they finish eating and then go up and say hi, that wouldn't be that much of a dick yeah. move to do. But, you know, like if I were famous, I, you know, I bet like, it'd have to be like, depend on the day. Like if I'm having a good day, then like, yeah, come say hi. Yeah, I'll take a pic. I'll sign yeah. something, you know, but you know, if I'm, if I'm like out, if I'm, if I'm obviously in the middle of something and someone keeps hounding me, then it's going to, you know, going to be a bit harder to be polite. It seems, yeah. but also, you know, I don't think that's going to happen <laughs> with me personally. <laughs> what about you? you never know. Um, I don't know. It's the same thing for you. It's very situational. Like, I feel like there's a time and a place, like you said, where, if I'm famous, yeah, I do want people to come up to me and hang out. But at the same time, I don't want it because I just don't want everyone hounding me. I would hate to have the paparazzi or people know where my address yes. is. Yes. Because that just oh, kind yeah. of freaks me out. And like, I, I mean, under good uh, circumstances too, that it freaks me out. It's just weird. Like, I don't want people knowing where I live all the time. Only people that knew where I live were like my best friends in like grade six through eight kind of thing who came to my house yeah. before you could text people and be like, hey, want to hang out? We actually had to go to people's doors. That's like so foreign to me now. I, like I, <laughs> I remember riding around on my bike going over like four or five different blocks being like, hey, can he come out and play? It's like, nope. All right. I'm going to go home now and just ride my bike. Now it's just you text your buddy. Hey, want to come over? Are no? you All right. 30 seconds. Done. <laughs> Um, yep. But with being recognized, I do have a story. There's a band here in Canada called Colorado. Uh, I don't know. Have you watched Shit's Creek before? Only like the first couple of episodes. I need okay, to get. so Annie's husband in real life is Menno Versteeg, who's the lead singer of Colorado. And okay. so Colorado is like an alt rock band here in Canada. And so I saw their last show in Toronto because they broke up and just did different things. But they played like the small private venue. And at the end of the show, I, uh, I bought the only record that I didn't have left over from their collection at the show. And then I was walking in the back, like in the halls and Menno came out and I was like, holy fuck. And so instead of going like, hey, can I have a picture? Can you sign my record? Because I did have a Sharpie on me. I was like, thank you so much for what you do. I was like, this was incredible. Can't wait to follow you on your career. And then after that, I told my friends like, you didn't get a picture. I was like, yeah, I kind of blanked on that one. But looking back and I'm like, kind of glad I didn't because like I'd rather just have that conversation with them because we chatted for like five minutes and I was like that's "That's cool I was like that's a memory I can have instead of just hey this is autographed and that's it (laughs) there's no story behind it but I don't know Dave Grohl's a different situation that would have been yeah that would have been yeah I don't know how my mom did it to be honest but I mean like (laughs) I would have been I I just would have been over and be like you can kick me out right after and shove me in the street please sign this or please take a picture <laughs> with me. Oh, I, Foo Fighters concert was the best one I've ever seen. I saw him during the tour where he broke his leg, like during that same tour. Yep. My mom was on that, went to the same tour. It was so good. And then I saw him when he did like another stadium tour after and I was like, this isn't as good, but it's good. And like, I'll yeah. never say bad shit about a Foo Fighters concert. I love the Foo Fighters, mm-hmm. but I was like, yeah, that's uh, it's wild. Let's dive into <laughs> go ahead no, no i was i was gonna name drop a celebrity that i saw i saw brendan yuri once but like That's cool. um, in new york five years ago so before panic of the disco was like more mainstream i'm, mm-hmm. I'm like i'm sounding like such an asshole but like no true. you're, you're just and, a hipster now <laughs> so, 
and like they were, it was like we're in New York it's super crowded we're walking like the parade before the parade happens it was like the day before Thanksgiving and he's standing there just kind of like you know in the center like there's he's blocked off and I recognize him my sister who was actually like a much bigger fan of him and his music didn't and I like elbow her I'm like I think that's Brendan Urie and she was like no it isn't and then she, she I finally like forced her to look and then she's like holy shit that's Brendan Urie <laughs> And so then she just shouted at him from the sidewalk, I love nice. your music. Because like, we didn't want because it seemed like he was talking to people. Yeah. But he was, actually was like, hey, thank you so much. You guys like want a picture or something. And so I have that's a picture cool. somewhere of me with Brendan Yuri. But that's pretty cool. That's my name drop. <laughs> at least I was, you didn't I scream, say, hey, let's take a picture. You were like, hey, I like your music, which is yeah, much better that, in the grand yeah. scheme. Yeah, Ellie handled that, my sister handled that a little bit better. I probably, I would just was like, let's just leave him be. He's clearly busy. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no, fuck it. I'm screaming at him right now. Yes. <laughs> and, he, and it was so crazy because no one else was recognizing him. He just was standing with a bunch of like roadies. Which like, just weird talking. because you would <laughs> think like, even when Panic at the Disco wasn't huge, they still had like a cult following. Like, I feel like those bands in that genre always have that, like, hardcore following. I mean, every band does, but anything around those lines definitely does. So it's mm -hmm. weird that he wasn't, like, being surrounded. But I, I, we felt pretty bad after, because, like, after he took pictures with us and chatted with us for, like, again, mm. like, again no more than five minutes, more people started, like, piling in. Yeah, but, like, you oh, know, hope, yeah, but I was also kind of, like, he's standing out, like, facing the crowds. He probably wanted to get recognized a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I kind of, like, back to your question, you know, if I was, like, super recognizably famous and then I didn't get recognized like for a couple days on end I kind of would be like a bit offended maybe. oh yeah he probably wanted like that five ten minutes of like yeah look at this I'm famous people know who I am and then after mm -hmm. ten minutes he's probably like yeah everyone just okay I'm, I'm done now I'm, I'm gonna okay I'm gonna go back to my hotel room and like get drunk on yeah. champagne before the it's, thinking about this too you're bringing up Thanksgiving and I know Thanksgiving just passed for you guys and for us it was about mm -hmm. a month or so ago maybe two months Really bad with timing. Time. <laughs> um, yeah, time. Is 2020 time is just irrelevant now. No. It's so wild to me that you guys down in the States have like parades, whereas we just have turkey. Like, that's it. We stay at home and eat turkey and call it a day. For like, I'm pretty sure every Canadian will agree with me that we associate your Thanksgiving with just like Black Friday and we're like, cool, deals and extra football and that's it. Like, mm -hmm. have you been to many Thanksgiving parades? I want to dive into this because I just haven't yeah. talked about it. I lived in the States before, but like <laughs> not as an, or not at an age where I'd remember any of this stuff. I'm sure I went to like local Thanksgiving day parades and stuff like that, but mm -hmm. nothing on like a grand scheme. What is the hype factor going into these? You're asking the wrong American this question. <laughs> I've lived in five States, Ohio, California, Utah, Colorado, and Massachusetts, and been to like half of them and I hate parades. I get claustrophobic <laughs> in crowds. I don't like being parades around people. Suck. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm on team, you know, this is an annoying waste of time and money, and I don't know why you're, you yes. do this. And, but I'm like the wrong American to ask. Like my dad, for example, loves that. We go to like the Rose Parade, you know, like, like in California all the time, you know, like, oh, like look around all the floats, like look at this feed of human innovation of just like a person mm -hmm. in a very slow car driving down a street with like things on it. I don't get it. <laughs> I can tell you don't get it based on your description of what a float is. It's a slow car. What's the point? It's a just, slow car with decorations. Call it a day. Call it a day. You know, like my high school did better things like that than, you know, faster, <laughs> like for, for tailgates. Yeah. Like I don't need this. Oh, duh. And, we, we don't have tailgates up here. 
Not yeah. allowed. It's illegal, actually. It's what? Yeah, we're that like, I don't get. We uh, so our CFL team, the Toronto Argonauts mm-hmm. here in Toronto, um, they tried to have tailgates because it's wildly successful in the states. And one of my favorite parts about going to the states for any sporting event, especially football, is just the tailgate. Um, they tried to have a tailgate, but they had it sanctioned by like uh, the LCB or not the LCBO, the like the liquor board in Ontario. So they made them regulate oh. the sales. So you were buying the same full price beers outside three hours before as you would inside. And let me tell you, beers in Canada at sporting events, not cheap. Between like 14 to $20 a beer. Not great at all. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, well, I Man. was talking to Kyle, like Kyle Rivetti in the program as well. Him and I were talking about booze. Mm-hmm. I've known Kyle for a long time. We talk about weird shit. Um, and <laughs> a two four here of like decent beer is like fifty bucks, whereas you guys, it's not fifty dollars. So uh, yeah. yeah, we get gouged for beer here. I don't know how we got on that topic. But yeah, parades suck. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like parades. I get like severely claustrophobic in crowds. Like at concerts, I get panic attacks. Like they're just not like not my idea of fun. Mm-hmm. But, like, I wish they were. It would be really nice if I didn't have that happen. The one place I haven't gotten a panic attack was at Red Rocks. Once it's safe, you need – have you been to Red Rocks? No. You know, do you know what it is? No. I was about to ask it's, you. I was going to let okay, you tell like, your story, and then I was about to like, <laughs> now what is Red Rocks? It's, like, an amazing outdoor amphitheater. Like, if you can't – like, can you pull up a picture or something? I like, will. I can do that now. It's, yeah, it's stunningly gorgeous. I saw Ed Sheeran there back 2015. Oh, shit. This is cool. Yeah. You absolutely, like, you have to find a way, like, once it's safe and they let concerts happen again, you got to figure out a way to go. It's, this is real cool. And the, it sounds amazing because the acoustics are just perfect. I was going to say, yeah. And we were, like, way far back. We were pretty far back, maybe, like, mid-back. And we could hear everything perfectly. And it was just Ed Sheeran on stage with a guitar. And so you could just, Ed it was Sheeran so puts beautiful. On a kick-ass show, too, with his loop yeah. pedal. Yes. Incredible. It's so, so good. So good. I saw him uh, in Toronto and I was like, yeah, that, that's pretty good. And I was like, mm-hmm. when I went into the show, I was like, this is probably going to be like, okay. Cause I'm not the biggest Ed Sheeran fan. Like I'd like his songs. Mm-hmm. And I had so much more respect for him after because I was like, holy shit, the dude can put on a show. That I, I mean, I just was, I, for me, I was a fan of his music. So I was excited just to listen to the songs live and go to mm-hmm. my first concert ever. I was like, Oh, 18. what a great first concert to go to! <laughs> yeah, then. At Ed Sheeran at Red Rocks. I, everybody, when I was at telling people, when I was at the show telling people that it was my first concert, they're like, "Okay, all of them are going to be ruined for you now." And they yeah. were right, but that's because of my own panic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, well, I mean, also because just... you went, you picked a great artist with an, an mm-hmm. amazing-looking venue. Like when you when you called it an amphitheater, I was like, "Okay." When I'm looking this up, it's probably going to look like the Molson Canadian Amphitheater that we have here, the Budweiser Garden, whatever the hell it's called. It's in mm-hmm. Toronto. It's like on the waterfront. And I think it's nice. But if we're calling what I have an amphitheater and what you have an amphitheater, I'm not calling what I have an amphitheater <laughs> anymore. Like mine is just a hunky piece of shit compared to what you have. That's like a natural beauty in itself. Big oh, fan. Yeah. It, need to get there. You absolutely do. And, you know, like I just remember kind of like being there thinking like, oh, I'm going to be so panicked. But it was so open. Mm-hmm. And, for you know, for me personally, it's when I can't see the exit. And like, I don't feel like I can't escape. That's when I get like panic attacks. Yeah. And so like feeling like it was out in the open, you know, there was like, you could sit down if you were feeling overwhelmed, but mostly everybody was standing and it just was him on stage with his loop pedal, just performing. Nice. And I wasn't expect, I wasn't expecting it to be like, as like a beautiful experience as it was, but it like, was I'm looking absolutely- through all of these Google pictures now. And like you said, like there's seats everywhere. If you're listening to the podcast, do yourself a favor, 
and look <laughs> this up right now. Just type in Red Rocks. It'll come up. It won't be like Pop yep. Rocks or any shit like that. It'll pop mm-hmm. up immediately for you. And like, there's pictures of sunsets there and I'm a sucker for a good sunset. And it just when looks we, so When nice. we were there, it was raining like, a bit. There. What the hell? Oh yeah. Like during the day, you it's like just people just like run up and down the steps and call out their exercise. grow up so quickly. <laughs> yeah. Cause we're also like over a mile high and oh, altitude wise. <laughs> yeah. So it's, you know, it's, it's an intense one, but you know, it was uh, such a beautiful place to go. I don't go there nearly enough because it's such a bitch to drive over there. <laughs> like, I imagine and, like getting in and out of there is a nightmare too, because I have a feeling that there's not many roads. And if there are, there are one or two lanes. Literally my friend and I, when we went to that concert, we probably spent, you know, an hour after the concert, just in the parking lot, unable to leave. Cause it was just was crazy. And we both kind of agreed that like we didn't want to like race out of there because we didn't want to risk anything because it was like mm-hmm. and so we were like okay we're just gonna we're gonna think we're gonna be here for two hours let's just plan for the worst and I think we were there for like it took us almost two hours to pull out of the parking spot and then get off onto the highway. Oh yeah, I'm looking like I, I pulled it up on Google Maps now. <laughs> the, it, like for lack of a better term, it looks like a shit show to get in and oh, out. Absolutely. Of- there's like one, two, three, four-ish windy roads that all interject at one point. So the interjections are just going to be hell. Then you have yeah. two small highways before the major high. Fuck that. That's awful. Yeah. So Colorado infrastructure. That I can just sleep in <laughs> or sleep Col- in the truck. Like You can sleep outside probably. Yeah, Red Rocks. Like, a little stop, yeah. But, uh, man, like, Colorado infrastructure is just so bad with these kind of things. So, like, oh, yeah, we want to be, like, a destination thing. And then did you hear about, like, the outdoor stadium series LA Kings avalanche game back yeah, in yeah. February? Yep. Like, people couldn't get to the game until, like, well into the second period because of That's how terrible. Brutal. Well, well, how terrible the, they planned, like, oh, yeah, we're going to get everybody here. It's like, okay, how? <laughs> like, yeah, answer no. that question first. It's the same thing, uh, the Winter Classic at the Big House when Toronto played Detroit there years ago, back when mm-hmm. the shootout winner was Tyler Bozak. The only things I remember other than freezing my fucking ass off there <laughs> are those things. But the one thing I really remember there is uh, it took us, we drove from Windsor because we stayed in Windsor and went to Ann Arbor and that was a quick drive. Didn't take long at all. And then coming out of there, I remember because we left so early in the morning, we were mm-hmm. sitting in the parking lot and my buddy was driving. I was like, I'm going to take a nap now. He's like, all right, cool. I was like, just wake me up if you need me and wake me up when we get back. Cause I assumed it'd be a quick drive again. Two and a half mm-hmm. hours later, I woke up. I was like, where are we? He's like, we've moved about two and a half feet. I was like, okay. It's like, Jeez. that's great. And then no more than like five minutes after that, we started moving like for real. I was like, well, why couldn't okay. I sleep through all of this? Of that, Yeah. But like, sitting- wait, so wait, was this the one that you're talking about? Yes, that one. I got I got the lanyard on like NHL shop because it was on sale, so That's I thought it would cool. look cool. That so is pretty I was cool. just like, wait, is this it? That is it. I I have the tickets. Like, I have this uh, journal that I put all my tickets in from like sporting events. Oh, and, fun. Like, yeah, so I've been just collecting. I I realized like this is a career path that you're gonna be able to see some cool shit and do some cool shit. So like media badges, I have all piled up on a door too. It's like, this is, it's just collectible stuff that really only matters to me because, I mean, it has my name on it. It's not like a ticket stub where you could resell it to a Mm -hmm. diehard collector. But I want to dive into sports more with you. Uh, One of the first things that I ever learned about you when we were speaking is that you're new into hockey and you're not afraid to admit it, which I think is super cool. What made you want to get into it? Like, what was the driving cause? Uh, That's a, I honestly, because like... I remember wanting to be into hockey like since like 2018 where you know like I was at I was at school in Boston 
I never went to a game there, but I kind of like, you know, heard people talk about the sport and it looked like a lot of fun, but I had no idea like how to start watching the games really, how to get into it. I didn't have TV because I was like at school Mm -hmm. and just was, you know, it's like, it's kind of like a vague interest in my mind. And then like, again, 2019, I was kind of like, I really want to get into hockey, but I have no, again, no idea how to approach it. I tried watching like a couple, like, you know, video compilations. And I was like, what the hell is icing? You know, what is going on here? Who are these giant freaks on knives? Just like fucking Why does up the each Den other. Chara have a tree trunk for a hockey stick? Yes. Yeah. Like all those questions. And I'm just like, I don't know, like any of like the context of things at all and it just kind of felt very overwhelming to try to get into and I didn't mm-hmm. have anybody in my life that watches the sport none of like my mom's a tennis fan my dad's a football fan uh, my sister hates sports and you know I had no one to kind of like guide me through it and I started watching uh like those like TSN like quizzes like those bar down oh, quizzes that they yeah. do and even though I had no idea what was going on it kind of was like fun to like listen to people talk really passionately about hockey and mm-hmm. shout and out then, Kristen Marin, a co-host <laughs> here at Penalty Box Radio, part of Bar Down's team. Big oh, fan awesome. of you, Christian. We love you. <laughs> That's awesome. I've, no, I've known Christian for a long ass time. Me, Nick, and Christian have actually been like best friends throughout uh, our, the school we went to. And we kept in touch and just were like, fuck it, let's launch a podcast. But anyways, continue. That's great. Why wasn't he here? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Christian's a busy ass guy now. Like that dude is, he has a lot going on. Just move too. Another shout out to you, Christian. Very happy oh, for good. you, fella. Good luck, man, moving. But so, you know, watching the quizzes helped out a bit, but again, still didn't really watch a game. And then thankfully uh, that YouTuber, like Jens95 has like mm-hmm. so many different, like, you know, kind of like weird hits from behind, you know, like suicide, pat, like those kind of like weird terms and like over and over helped me kind of learn what things like, were oh, when they happen. Okay. Yeah. okay, like, oh, I didn't see it the first time. Okay, now I see it like it happening with two different teams in a completely different game. That was, again, helpful adding context. And then um, in February of this year, was super homesick and uh, was just kind of like, okay, I'm going to like learn about Colorado Avalanche hockey because I miss Colorado. I was living in California at the time. And, you know, this will be a good way to kind of, you know, force myself to learn a new thing and also kind of like be nostalgic for my home. And it was right when the Avs were dealing with all their injuries, but also their winning streak. (laughs) Yep. And so um, I think the first, like, um, and again, I still didn't really have TV to watch the games live, but I was like watching the NHL highlights afterwards. And then when I went home for a bit, like the weekend after my birthday, um, they had, <laughs> it was like the the night that the Avs beat the Kings, their only time this season in the shootout and also the David Ayers game. God damn it. What? I had to bring it up. Oh, I'm Jesus. sorry. I was like, this is but... a good story so far. And then that happened. <laughs> and so, then you know. that happened. <laughs> So well, it's a nice having you on the podcast. So uh, <laughs> yeah, great to be here. But um, <laughs> but so that and like that was like my first like hockey game live, and my dad and I were just watching this, absolutely baffled. It absolutely was. But it, and like as someone who's now like, like I decided to become a Canes fan after that because I was just like, man, seeing like people like rally around this like forty-two-year-old Zamboni driver <sighs> and <laughs> completely dominate the ice was just. You know, they, they made me a fan. And it was also around the time they started doing all their Pride Nights and stuff. And I was really intrigued to see how different NHL teams kind of handled hockey is for everyone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it just, and then, you know, I was like watching more games and all like the highlights afterwards. And then I was finally able to kind of like watch the games fu- like fully. And then that's when the pause happened. Yeah. And I was like, just oh, so okay. Shady. So yeah. like, fuck my timing. <laughs> like just... <laughs> 
Absolutely. And I was, you know, so with the pause, um, I got furloughed from my job. So I was like, I have nothing but free time. And maybe I can just kind of catch up on old games. So I just started watching like old highlights, watch more of like Gen 95 videos, just, you know, caught up on the sport. And it, you know, just absolutely fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. And there's still like, a lot that I need to learn. But I mean, it sounds like every conversation we've had, it does not sound like you're out of place at all. It sounds like you know exactly what the hell you're talking about. Like, if oh, you're faking you. it, great job. But I don't think you're faking it. I think like you have the knowledge there. And like talking to you before, the reason why I was so excited to have you a on the podcast and be a part of this team is just you have this personality that's going to be able to shine through through your hockey stories and even outside oh of your hockey stories. Because I know you like talking about like the social injustices that are going on and just making sure mm-hmm. shit's right in the NHL and the world. And I think you're going to have some kick-ass pieces. I mean, I didn't want to bring up the program again, but yeah, super excited to have you on for that. But oh, even, it's thank even, you, Matt. I'm so excited. To, like, it's even cooler to have you as like part of the hockey culture and show you that not all of hockey culture is full of assholes because that's the perception yeah. thanks to some people like our stool. Um, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask you like, what's your first big hockey memory, whether it be watching or like your first, holy shit. So this is hockey. David Ayers. Like that's yeah, like, I, I didn't want that to be the answer. I was really hoping I'm sorry. It. Well, okay. Okay. I'll say the other one too. It was watching um it was the as versus kings game it was the first game i watched like live as it happened and um and every other time this season the kings managed to beat us and it pissed me off so much because they're bad and i don't know how they beat us like every other time but this once and it goes to the shootout and matt knows this i'm, I'm actually kind of a big fan of the shootout i think they're fun i know people don't call, call that hockey we'll debate but i think that they're after. fun we could debate that after i think it's fun and I'm not saying that I'm just going to say that it's fun and I'll die on that hill, but the like watching, like, you know, it goes, you know, both they're like, you know, Kingsmith, Asmus, you know, back and forth. And then the Kingsmith and then Don Scoy's up and he just completely like, like, I don't even know the prop, like dangles around quick and then just slides it in and quick then just like bashes the stick in. I just love, I mean, I love goalies, but I also love seeing when that happens and (laughs) <laughs> and like so that I'll say that one as, as an abs fan was kind of more of like a formative one so my dad was like oh he broke the stick he was like rooting <laughs> for the violence and the chaos it's so. it's crazy to me because like you're like you said you're a new hockey fan and you love the shootout so part of me is like god damn it Gary Bettman what you're doing is working <laughs> like I don't mind the shootout during the regular season I would just mm. prefer continuous three on three I think three on three hockey is ridiculously exciting in the playoffs, though, no, 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 never, not even, don't ever consider it. No chance. Give me five on five hockey. Give me three overtimes. Because if it's a playoff game, even in round one, I'm watching all of them. Like, that's mm-hmm. just so exciting to me. One of my uh, shifts at Sportsnet this year, I was doing the Tampa Bay Lightning game. And it was one of my oh, first, man. like, hey, you get to do a hockey game and just watch it. And, like, there's a few of us on ship. It was the one that went to, like, four overtimes or whatever it was. Wasn't was it like, five? Like, the, the one just this, was that the like one? Like, the first round, five? yeah. I was yeah, like, it went to five. I was like, okay, this is a little excessive, but still kind of cool. That's a, I was, like, watching that kind of made me a bit more a fan of the shootout, honestly. Because, again, I think especially in the postseason and – in playoffs you definitely don't want to be on something like a shootout or a three it's on a three. skill competition yeah yeah i get that i mean but you know watching those players get like over 30 minutes of ice time That's and awesome. like have and you no know, i just was kind of like they're going to 
like this is out and like and maybe like I would be a bit softer about it if it wasn't after the pause Mm -hmm. but like I mean these guys like went from not playing hockey at all to then doing five to five OT and I'm just like this is going to kill them yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I, like it's like, not good for them. But I think like the way if you're gonna do that, if you're ever gonna change the overtime rules, start it off with five on five for first overtime, four on four for the second, three on three for the third, that's what I, and then I, three I, on three for the rest. And I mean, I'd accept that. But I'm just, I'm not a hockey purist. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be someone who's like, give me the two line pass or the yeah, the two line pass back. It's like, no, 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 no. I don't want any of that. Um, yeah. But just keep going with overtime and not abolish the shootout. Like, I get mm-hmm. it. The shootout's going to be more important this year to, like, save on player stamina as the season mm-hmm. goes on, if there's a season. But, yeah, like... Let's not talk it, about that. It's, <laughs> it's very interesting to me, though, that, yeah, that the shootout is one of your favorite things as a new hockey viewer, which makes oh, me think I can't say it's... I just think, well, like, I mean, that in you comparison prefer it, to other people, yeah. like, I, you know, I, I definitely still like three-on-three overtime, but, like, mm-hmm. I, it kind of reminds me of, like, what, like, that Gretzky, like, the Gretzky rule of, like, you know, okay, cool, you know, you can, you'll take a penalty or whatever, and then you know, have less people on the ice, you know, and it should have absolutely just a skills competition, but oh, like, yeah. you know, like just what, but like, it, it's fun to watch, uh, oh, yeah. but you know, obviously prefer five yeah. on five or whatever, especially as an ass fan because their special teams suck. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's wild how your special team sucks, especially with guys like McKinnon. Uh, I know. It I drives mean, me look, insane. Look, look at the Leafs. But also we though, suck. Right. So I'm not going to. I wasn't stones. going to say it. You said it. I won't but... throw stones. I... I just hold my breath every year and hope for the best. That's all it's come to. Yeah. It'll ne- I, I'm, like, hope, I'm not I'm one of those Leafs win the cup. Like I haven't had that inkling in forever. And it's not because I'm not a fan. It's just because like I think other teams have a better chance. I mean, last year I was completely wrong. I said the Avs. So, oops. I won't say the Avs again. Rub this it year. in. <laughs> I don't. Hey, at least I you think, get, I think you jinxed us. You didn't get bounced by the Blue Jackets, so it's fine. Um um, I wanna, but, uh, man, just like, getting, I don't know, kill, getting killed in game seven OT hurt. <laughs> but. Oh, that's that's a heartbreaker. I mean, <laughs> Leafs losing to the Bruins is still a heartbreaker. So I just compare other people's heartbreak in sports to that. I was in Maple Leaf Square for that with my buddies. Like, I, I have a blue and white wig that's somewhere in my house. I had an inflatable <laughs> Stanley Cup, and I painted my face blue and white um and yeah that was just a shitty night and after that i never went like that in-depth painting my face and shit like that i was like this is just for no reason i'm gonna stop doing this now heartbreak and it's probably bad luck too so you know just gotta it's like it's a superstition then you know like if i don't do it they have a chance (laughs) i am superstitious too like when i used to play baseball it would be put on your socks first put on left cleat before right cleat don't put on your glove until you're out of the dugout like stuff like that yeah Mm -hmm. like pretty intense stuff I started like, oh man, <laughs> I remember I was watching a game in like all the kind of crazy ones in the postseason this year. And I just was like, I started developing my, my own little like superstitions as a fan watching. Like I would like work out during the intermissions. Cause I was like, nice. randomly, I'm just going to do a plank. Cause no one scored yet. And then I, then it ended up working in the, in the Canes ones. So I was like, okay, I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to keep and then, planking. <laughs> keep planking and it hurt no just every time at intermission I think was the rule I said for myself but then also like I if I like I'd wear a jersey until they lost and then sw- and then change jerseys because oh, I have I like two as ones so you know just uh like finding like I think you know it just helps you feel involved especially since mm-hmm. there are no fans there so I think that's a kind of fun aspect of the game 
as a fan since I again like I told you and now people will know listening I still I haven't been to a hockey game (laughs) which is so I'm uh, so excited like for you to go to your first hockey game oh you're gonna hear all about it yeah like I I would love to just be there and just watch you like walk in and be like holy shit but I also don't want you to go to a barn that's shitty like I wouldn't want you to go to like the Canadian Tire Center in Ottawa I'm going to ball arena arena. I'm going to ball arena that's I, that's acceptable. I'll, I'll let that one go. Another fantastic arena. If you ever go on like an arena tour, Emily Arena in Tampa Bay, one of my favorites. Very modern. The Tesla coils are the coolest things ever during the game. It's mm-hmm. so much fun. And if you go there with your best friend over Christmas and go to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers game and get extremely sunburned and then show up to the hockey game kind of drunk, you might get on the Jumbotron. Don't know who did that. Don't know. Couldn't be me. Oh, no idea. You don't have any picture proof of that? No. (laughs) No, I definitely didn't stand back and take a picture like this while I was on there. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be. You didn't do that. That doesn't doesn't sound like you at all. It was that was like my third time in the arena. So I was showing him around. I was like, this is where this is. This is where this is. I was like, they even have smokes poutine. He's like, why the fuck do you know this? I was like, I don't know. I was like, I've been here a bunch of times and I just love this place so much. I like it more than the ACC. I refuse to call it the Scotiabank Arena or whatever mm-hmm. it's called. Just not the name of it. Um, before I, we head I'm out surprised here, I didn't call it the Pepsi Center, honestly. I was impressed I was that you didn't. I like, <laughs> you again, threw me in a loop for a second. I was like, wait, 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 what? And I was like, oh, right. They changed it. Uh, before mm-hmm. we get out of here, I want to debate something with mm-hmm. you because this okay. is a topic of conversation. I was going to say top three. But I want to make it the best. What is the best sports or hockey movie that you can think of? Ooh. I'm opening it up to sports because the one I'm choosing is like a hybrid between a couple sports. It's mainly one sport, but it has a bit of hockey in it. You're not going to say, okay, I'm afraid of what you're going to say. What do you think I'm going to say? (laughs) I I just, I'm concerned. I'm not going to say it until you say it. (laughs) How many words is the title? Two. Oh yeah, you definitely know what I'm gonna say for sure. Oh, and, and I think for me, if you said sports movie, I'm gonna say A League of Their Own. Okay. For best very acceptable sports movie, and I think for best hockey movie, I know you disagree with me, but I, I mean, I'm gonna say Slapshot. I don't <laughs> think it's the worst hockey movie. I think it's like I know, it's but up there, I just think it's very like I think I've watched it too much too. To the point where I'm like, that's fair, I've and I'll also completely it. admit that like that was like one of the first hockey movies that I watched where I knew what was going on. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I've like I watched up like I think I told like I'll say it here, you know I watched The Love Guru, but was like I watched that as a fan of SNL versus like a hockey fan when yeah. I was like twelve. I think you, you know prime demographic that. for that movie. I, yeah, I think you need to watch that either as a fan of SNL or as a fan of Mike Myers, and that's it. Like you don't watch yeah, that as a Toronto like, Maple Leaf fan because you just go, what the fuck is going on? Like yeah, it's, that's it's not hilarious. How you wanna, like I'm pretty sure that's like why you guys SNL have SNL and Mike Myers because... humor because of that. <laughs> I'll say it, but just, just you know, like for me, I like Slapshot. Like one of the first hockey movies I watched where I like knew what was going on, and I think the it's Hansons. Um, the Hansons. It's the violence. It's the fun. Yeah. It's it's like um, it was written by a woman, which I think is fun, especially for a sports movie. You don't often see mm-hmm. that, especially and, back in the seventies um, too. Yeah, definitely like don't see that that often. Yeah. And I love the opening scene where he, like the goalie is just like showing up different things, just beating up the interviewer. Just just a fun one. It and is, with the it's, guy it's naked very, with the Yeah, it's a very good movie for like people diving into sports to watch. I would definitely recommend it. Absolutely. That. 
Like it's it encompasses all of hockey. And it's not like yeah. a dirtbag hockey movie either where you're like, oh, they're shitty culture. It's like it's a fun movie. It's just a fun, it's a fun movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I definitely go Happy Gilmore one for sports movies. It's it's a golf movie. I'll give it that. It's a golf uh-huh. movie. It's not a hockey movie, even yep. though there's like cameos in the beginning when he's doing the tryouts and wants to cut someone's throat with a skate. Yeah. I, I love what? Adam Sandler. I think he can do no wrong mm-hmm. other than Jack and Jill. Um like yeah, the, Adam Sandler's been debated on this podcast so many times and I will die on the Adam That Sandler's was not what I thought you were going though. to say. But <laughs> what do you think I was gonna say? Like I thought you were gonna say Space Jam. <laughs> oh no, I love Space Jam too. I love Space Jam. I think Space Jam's phenomenal. Um mm-hmm. I'm not excited. I haven't for Space seen it since so I was like under ten. But oh, I, I, oh like, I my friend I, worked at the production company for Space Jam too. She said she heard good things. Like they're excited oh, about shit. it. Shit. Okay, that makes me a little yeah. more excited. I just like but, I like LeBron. I just don't care for movie LeBron. I don't know why. Yeah. I, just oh, like, I thought he was okay. That movie Trainwreck was a train wreck, but he's actually oh, kind of fun. I it. love LeBron in that. <laughs> but, but, okay, now I'm doubling back. I, I now I'm kind of excited. Oh, you out because I think he ha- he has like a pretty good sense of comedic timing for he an does. athlete. Because, like, you, you don't really see them in, like, comedy roles. Like, you know, like, Wayne Gretzky hosted SNL. That was, like, a weird fact That's that I had to learn. Uh, and you don't really see that happen, especially with hockey players. But I think with, like, Happy Gilmore, I got into an argument with people. Like, I think it was over the summer, too, because we didn't have anything else to talk about. Like, is ha- ha- Happy Gilmore a hockey movie? And my stance of, like, if it's the sports – it can be a sports movie – just basic if it has sports in it, but it has to be the tournament winning thing at the end it's of not, that sport. It's golf. It's so golf. it's what's so that makes it a golf movie. Yeah. It can have I mean, hockey in it, but it's a golf movie. I have oh, it's, I have Baby Yoda sitting on it. It's a Funko Pop of uh, Happy Gilmore and Bob Barker beating the shit out of each other. Oh, like, that's amazing! Yeah, I should have pulled it out for this. Damn it! You should have. Well, I mean, Baby uh, Yoda's comfortable, or as people know him yeah. now as Grogu. Stupid, stupid, you, stupid name. Stupid. You didn't even stupid. put like spoiler warning in front of no, that. No, wow. no, 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 no spoiler <laughs> warning. If you you just gotta watch. You die like we now. die like men. <laughs> we, this is it. You gotta watch The Mandalorian. One of the best yeah. shows right now. But circling back to Trainwreck. Yeah, I, I think it's a pretty good movie. I love John Cena in movies. I think John Cena is hilarious. He's actually also another like kind of athlete having comedic yeah. timing. Have you seen he, Blockers? No. Oh my I, god! Should I? Please watch Blockers. Okay. John Cena. Who else is in that movie? It's John Cena. Let me look it up real quick. Blockers. There it is. John Cena, Leslie Mann, uh, Ike Barinholtz. It's so funny. It is hilarious. It has an okay. 84 on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm actually impressed with that. I thought it would have yeah. like a movie or something like that. Seth. I've Rogen heard that like this actually like pretty good like for you know for all those but like you know again kind of like I was expecting it was weird for me to kind of see John Cena in like an acting role that wasn't somehow sports related because he's just playing mm-hmm. like a really nervous dad isn't he? Yeah like a big jack <laughs> nervous dad and it's the funniest thing ever. Yeah. Um, okay I'll check it pick, out. If I had to pick my favorite hockey movie though Mighty Ducks, mm-hmm. number one. Mighty Ducks, one. The Thought rest are good. very. The rest are okay. I mean, if you watch one, you got to watch them mm-hmm. all. But Gordon yeah. Bombay. I still haven't seen the it. third one in, in its entirety. I need nah. to. Nah. Mm. Don't like, do, if you do watch I not the first need to? One and you focus on the first one. The other two you can just have on while you do other shit. And if you miss a plot point, mm-hmm. you ain't missing much. Like it, it's yeah. fun to see them grow up in the mm-hmm. movies, but it's like it doesn't really matter the first one's the only one you need to know 
It's it's the mm-hmm. it's the best hockey movie. Next, uh, slap shots out there, and Goon gets an okay. honorable mention. Goon two is just Goon's up. Mm-hmm. that one has good. Um, and then of, I mean, I still haven't seen Miracle. I know I need to. Yeah, but... I mean, Miracle's like a staple. Miracle's one of those movies where, as a hockey fan, you watch it and you're like, all right, I've watched it. Okay, some people are like, like check it off. Cult. Yeah, some people are like, it's a cult classic, and it's like, well, I guess if you want to put it that way, like mm-hmm. Field of Dreams is a cult classic for baseball. Miracle mm-hmm. is like the same thing, kind of. It's like okay. not as good as Field of Dreams, but it's like it's pretty good. Like it's worth. It's worth trying to think of other. I'm trying to think of other sports movies. Like, cause I really like sports movies. I think they're fun. Uh, like, Moneyball. Have like, you seen Moneyball? No, because I don't like stats. <laughs> okay, Moneyball's interesting <laughs> enough though that. Well, I like st- I hockey it. stats, but baseball's so boring. And like, oh, I tried. I, I love baseball movies. Uh, Forty two. That mm-hmm. Forty two was so R- good. Bull Durham. Uh, Bull Durham, uh, Trouble with the Curve with uh, Clint Eastwood. I don't know why that took me so long to remember. I need to wa- Wait, okay, can I change the subject slightly? Have you seen yeah. Ted Lasso yet? No, I, okay, everyone's telling me to watch Ted Lasso. And you I, have to. Like, I, you have to. It's I, like, it's like literally the most wholesome thing you will ever watch. <laughs> just, How many seasons it's are there fun. Just one so far? One. It's just one, but it's guaranteed through three. They've already renewed it for two and three. Jesus. So, you know, you're not um it's what's that it's like it's kind of like has a similar plot to that movie major league or whatever where it's like um you know like a kind of bad like sports team having to you know figure things out Mm -hmm. but it's um and i thought they did a good job of like kind of like the fish out of water aspects where there's not a lot of like cheap jokes about being an american in england or um i thought they handled that really well um, and it has like so many great characters because like the guy that did the it also did Scrubs, which I think is one of the best TV shows comedies of all times. You never watched Scrubs? Mm-hmm. Also highly recommend. I wouldn't be like force you to watch it, but like it, you know, it, the way it handles kind of like the kind of like workplace domestic sitcom kind of thing. I'm going on like a film student tangent. I'm sorry. That's fine. But, like, no, it's, it's all interesting <laughs> to me. And you know, it handles like the kind of like. I'm trying to think of a good example like I think some tv shows don't have like a good voice well where like different characters are kind of like overshadowed by each other in mm-hmm. scrubs and in Ted Lasso each character is very uniquely their own and the way they interact and bounce off each other is very unique and they have their own voice and they don't feel too um like clashing with each other it's very mm-hmm. I think it's very well done with how it handles oh like the laughs but also like the emotional moments it's just I just rewatched it. Um, my family watched it back oh, wow. when it was still like airing every, um, airing every week. Mm-hmm. Um, and because we were just like, we need a new show. And then we, m- my mom had a new laptop, so we had Apple TV for free for a year. And that's pretty and good. So, I'm literally so, like, I just bookmarked it the Apple TV free trial so I can purge through it real quick. Yeah, just it's the entire season's out. It's so good. I mean, just uh, I'm so excited for season two, but I won't say anything more. And you have to okay. tell me what you, when you watch it, you'll tell me your thoughts. I, I, I need, need like a full, a, I need a page text DM response of your thoughts. Just after to know episode. what I thought. Okay, I can do that. I need to get through. I'm watching Big Mouth right now on Netflix. Like the really? season. I love Big Mouth. I think it's hilarious. I uh, only I, love- I I also like the first season. Oh, I, yeah, I could it, I tried watching the second I couldn't get through it but it's so like it's personally different stance and style of humor that if you don't like mm-hmm. it you're gonna fucking hate it but if you mm-hmm. like I love Nick Kroll I think Nick Kroll is a comedic genius that I just mm-hmm. love everything he touches so I, mm-hmm. I love Big Mouth he does have yeah. a really great comedic gift oh yeah he's a him, him and Mulaney mm-hmm. 
Uh, John Mulaney's like his voice is so iconic and just so funny. I love John Mulaney. I need, yeah, I need to finish Big Mouth. Then I'll jump on Ted Lasso because all my buddies are like, yeah, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. It's so good. It's so good. (laughs) Fine. I'll watch it. I'll get to it. I think it's the hurdle of just getting Apple TV. That's what stopped me. Oh yeah. And I don't blame you on that at all. It's so fresh. Like, you know, like I can't imagine I'm going to be getting like HBO Max soon or whatever. Like what's yeah. the, like, like all these different streaming services, like it just drives me Amazon bonkers. Amazon Video, there's uh, Netflix, Disney Plus, like me and my best friend, we share a Netflix and Disney Plus account. And we have this ongoing joke mm-hmm. and Shane, if you're listening, stop changing my picture on Disney Plus to a princess cat. <laughs> Leave me as baby Yoda. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, well, I I'm mean, Daisy I've, Duck on mine. I've turned him into um, who's the purple guy from Monsters Inc. Randall. I've turned him into Randall oh a bunch my. of times too. So, okay, so I, it's like turnabout's fair war. play. So. It's a war. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, he's now I, the Spork from Toy Story. So nice. I'm just gonna leave him as my, that because I enjoy that one. My sister's is um, like the like oh, what's his name? The Muppet with like the hair and the eyes, and he goes and he doesn't say. Beaker, like Beaker, yeah. And I so love he, she's, and um, she's Beaker, and her name is Late Stage Capitalism, and then oh so she just uses my, she just uses my Disney Plus account to watch The Simpsons. But oh, yeah, I'm Simpsons just nosedives after like a bunch of seasons, which makes me sad. But oh, I still yeah. watch them. But have you watched like the sports collection that they have up on no. Disney Plus yet? They have like a, I, th- I will say I kind of like this about the way the Disney Plus organize things. They'll do like kind of categories. They do something similar on the Boomerang stream- streaming service where they're kind of like have a category of like, this is the holiday that we're doing, or this is like a theme, you know, like mm-hmm. family, Mother's Day, Halloween. You know, I think, I think that's kind of fun for like a kind of, it you just know, helps brand based. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And so they have, then just for The Simpsons, they have like, you know, The Simpsons Predict the Future, The Simpsons, you know, sports That's collection. Because I think, you know, we could have the next conversation, like, what are like the best hockey themed episodes of things? And Ooh. I think Lisa on Ice is absolutely in the top five. Lisa on Ice is very good. The rivalry yeah, between her and Bart is phenomenal. I'm trying to think and of other hockey. And so uh, fun. When Michael Scott plays hockey in the office, anytime that happens, fantastic. Yes. Very well done. Hockey. Oh, they have like the Seinfeld episode. I've never watched Seinfeld, and I get yelled at this constantly for not having watched Seinfeld. Seinfeld and Friends. What's the point? They're all this. uh, (laughs) Like I've watched maybe twenty total episodes of Friends, and I'm like, this is fine. And I think ten of those episodes came waiting at the dentist's office, so it's like it's it's very okay to me. I've had Mm -hmm. I have shitty teeth for some reason. I had braces for five years, five and a half years. Yeah, not great. And I had two root canals. And during one of the root canals, I just watched Friends the whole time. And mm-hmm. they're like, do you need more freezing? I was like, uh-uh, uh-uh, I'm <laughs> fine. And I just watched Friends. And it was like, this is all my friends' enjoyment now. So I'll love to compare teeth horror stories because I'm up oh, there God. too. I My back left tooth shattered eating a taco. So I have a, a taco? taco, a soft shell taco, by the way um shattered just completely shattered right as i was walking to work i picked up a taco i was eating it and i was like well i'm not going to work today because i'm now eating my tooth went to the dentist and i was like fix this shit please um i've had yeah two root canals braces for five and a half years i when i before i got my braces they took out all four of my wisdom teeth and four other teeth to make space for my teeth to like not look like a train wreck yeah not great don't like teeth um 
I got my wisdom teeth removed when I was 15, mm-hmm. the day of the supposed apocalypse back in 2012. <laughs> and um, the, but before that, though, I was in a lot of pain, and I found out, like, just the two wisdom teeth I was getting removed were infected. Oh, God. Or, like, all four. I got, so, like, luckily, I only had, like, one day of pain, but, like, it was actually per time fairly well, but it was so painful. It's um, the worst. Having the guys my doctor. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Like, I remember my doctor was very weird. And so I'm going to preface this by saying this was a very creepy thing he said to me when he was looking at my x-rays and like judging my teeth or whatever. He was like, man, you had the mouth of a 21 year old. And I was like, Jesus Christ. You can't say that. <laughs> say that to a 15 year old. That's fucked up. And that's then not after even the- a joke. Like, that's just <laughs> fucked. I, he, I don't even think he meant it as a joke. I think he, like, apparently my teeth oh, were like just that Oh, like the size grown. and stuff? Yeah, like, that's literally what he meant. But oh, just, like, okay. like, it just was, you have to understand that was one of the weirdest things someone has ever told me. I would have been like, <laughs> what the fuck do you mean? Like, and, like, <laughs> and so I didn't even, I, I was just like, I'm just going to be quiet. But then yeah. after the surgery, like, you know, um, I'm, you know, getting put in the wheelchair and all that stuff. And he's like, oh, yeah, she did great and, like, hit me on the head three times after having invasive head surgery. And then my mom got me a smoothie, and I'm sitting in my bed ready to watch The Simpsons because that's what I watched, like, the entire time when I was out yeah. of it. And she forgot to take the gauze out. And, you, oh, and if you if you're listening and you've had your wisdom removed, it's just all blood in there. Yeah, <laughs> and, it's, like, gross, soppy and, blood. And so oh, I had the yuck. smoothie because I'm starving. And I'm drinking, and all I taste is blood. And I, so I think I'm going to die. So I start sobbing hysterically. I'm on, like, a ton of different medications. <laughs> and then I, just, I was just like, what? And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to take your gauze out. And I'm like, what have you done to me? It's the worst. I remember, like, I stayed at home and just ate Jello for a week. Felt like yeah. shit, like, the whole time. Chocolate I remember pudding. I woke up strapped to a chair because apparently I tried to escape during my wisdom teeth surgery. <laughs> and, like, I didn't okay, panic because I, I was so drugged up. I was like fuck is going on right now and then i have a picture in the car of me drugged to shit and like i was wearing these tiny ass glasses that i used to have and my hair was down and i just never have my hair down unless i have a hat on and i just look so fucked up i look like i'm on every drug known to mankind and i put it on facebook and then like maybe two years ago i was like yeah i'm gonna take this off of facebook i don't even use facebook that much anymore i just use it like yeah as a way to keep up with family really like that's all I yeah. use Facebook for. It's not like actually I use Facebook now to laugh at myself ten years ago when it's like Matt Best is hungry. Matt Best just ordered chicken wings. It's like fuck yeah, I did. Go me ten <laughs> years ago. Uh, but like I, I just don't use Facebook as much anymore. Twitter's the way yeah. to go. Twitter and Instagram. That's it. Absolutely. Twitter and Instagram. I don't know. I think Instagram's on its way, like total down spiral, honestly. Yeah, like with I the, mean, the new update. The reels, I'm going to open Instagram now and just go through it. The reels, I don't care about. The shopping, I don't care about. The shopping, I actively hate. Like, that's so stupid. And I I don't mind the reels as much, but, like, I'm not going to buy something off Instagram just like I wouldn't buy something off Facebook. Like, that's not what I use those for. Like, if, if someone wants to promote what they're selling on Instagram, make a post out of it, and then have your post be, like, if you click it, then you can fucking buy whatever's there. But I'm not ever yeah. going to click that shopping tab and be like, ooh, look at all this. I just click my shopping tab, and it's very tailored to me. It's all golf. All <laughs> golf. It oh, has wait, not stopped being is. golf yet. It is still golf. Okay, hockey. Nope, back to golf. Hold oh, on, let me see. Ooh, shit. These Nike what, golf shoes that I've wanted. Something. Oh, no, it's in euros. I can't buy that. Damn it. 
I almost oh my god like, yeah this doesn't right know me at all it's like mac cosmetics i don't use that brand and also st louis off i don't care oh, yeah, about they, st louis they, they don't they don't have me figured out i guess it's also because me and my buddies tag each other in golf shit literally all the time and it's oh just god. like this was you on the 18th hole uh me and my friend matt blew a golf tournament me and a couple buddies went to niagara falls to golf this year i were mm-hmm. so off topic now i just don't care um <laughs> And we were winning on the 18th hole. And this is the post he tagged me in recently. We both crushed drives because we hit our drives the longest out of our group. And Mm -hmm. we were like, okay, we just got to get it on the green and win. We went from that shot into the sand and four putt and choked away the win. And we lost instead of tying. Not great. Not great. Golf sucks, but I miss it so very much. I don't know how golf works. And I felt like, you know, NHL players are constantly like posting pictures golfing or whatever. Or mm-hmm. videos, or they like be chirping each other about their like. There's like a very fun video that the that the Avs did where they're playing like virtual golf in the bubble, That's and cool. they're like, and the chirping's really fun. But I'm like, I have no idea what you guys are saying. <laughs> oh, golf is fun. That's the next thing we're gonna get you into is golf. No, no. Yes, I'm gonna so, start a junior. I'm gonna start a junior golf program. <laughs> no, <laughs> I will not not be a part of it. I want like listen. The reason why I one of the reasons I got into hockey was the violence. I like the fights. I would just mm-hmm. and you know. Just and then learning those other aspects of the sport was fun too. But you know, who doesn't, who among us hasn't just gone on like a YouTube rabbit hole of just Don watching different, yeah, just crazy hockey fights mm-hmm. all the time. And you know, they don't have that in golf. And oh, until no, they do, until I mean, they I'll do, give, I'll give golf this that they're trying to make it more marketable towards younger people by allowing them to like wear hoodies and like the old fashioned. Wow, that'll do it. I mean, it's cool to me because I can go on a golf course in the fall and wear like a Nike hoodie and just play golf instead of freezing my ass off or wearing a clunky jacket. Like I'm like, that's, that's cool. Mm -hmm. They're making it more for like younger people. (laughs) But uh, if you've never seen the Don Cherry Rock'em Sock'em videos, like violence and hockey, Don Cherry's a bigot asshole, whatever you want to think about him. But my yeah. goodness, the Don Cherry Rock'em Sock'em videos, some of the best hockey videos known to mankind. He's over the top as he is, like, as a broadcaster, but he's doing mm-hmm. it on these VHSs. I actually have a bunch of them on VHS. They are so fun, and I just looked it oh, up, man. and there's all the full versions are on YouTube right now. It is. Oh, it's great. I will it's, definitely check it. It's incredible. It. It's, like, great goals, great hits. It's all, like, the classics that you need to see. It's so much fun. Mm-hmm big fan of it so i will definitely check that so i because again like you know trying to get into it there's so much i want to just catch up on from this season and mm-hmm. i've watched some like other stuff from like the past like five years just to kind of add more context but it is with how long the hockey hockey's been around how you know amazingly great people of like the 90s and 80s and whatever have been you know just to have like resources like that is very helpful and so mm-hmm. watching like um like oh man like the steve like Steve Dangins of like the past or whatever that he did like it's, it's uh, just like I'm very glad to know that <clears throat> well-produced hockey content is what's making you and other people that are new to hockey enjoy the sport because it's just mm-hmm. like it would be so tough without it I think like if you had to just watch 
game highlights or if you had to watch just like game recaps or even like the best ofs of a year it's like it's not as good as when someone's like actively talking to you and like trying to have a conversation with you when you're trying to learn you're like oh shit okay so that's how he reacts because this shit happened it's like that makes sense that way or like she's saying this because this play unfolded like that like okay i understand now and then you can always just rewind if you don't know what the hell's going on but it's good to know that like well-produced hockey content is what's helping you and the shootout <laughs> you listen you know like you bring it up i said it once but i do yeah, like I, I like the shootout but it is like so important to kind of understand like the context of things you know like watching like the one about you know patrick Waugh being let in like left in net for like 10 goals or whatever oh yeah letting him get chill how that yeah like and and how that let you know how him going to the abs you know help them get cups and all those things you know mm-hmm. and that's part of like you know my team's history but then also you know like it's just kind of also just fun like learning the kind of stuff of you know older days just catching up because like you know there'll be like references to things like like oh god what was that what was his name like the patrick stefan like you know he where he missed the empty net or whatever oh jesus and, yeah yeah where he's like, like skating down he fumbles the puck and then they go the and, other way and score yeah and you <clears> know <throat> like i had heard that in like a couple different videos but i had no idea what had happened and then actually being able to see it and it's experience it was kind of like holy shit like there's like yeah. you know and and like, I think that is one of the great things about hockey is that so many people have been into it for like their entire lives. Like, yeah. and so, you know, like there's like a whole encyclopedia of like hockey context that I don't have access to. Yeah. It's and, like everyone has a way that they got into it. Like my story is different from your story. Your story is different from everyone else's story. And I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people who will have sort of the same story where it's like, I watched it with my dad and that was it. Like for yeah. me, yeah, that's how I got into it. I watched it with my dad, but I was also living in the States and he was watching uh, the Leafs. And I was like, well, I guess I'm a Leafs fan now. And it's like, I, I know I'm born in Canada, but I just didn't care about hockey until like I could actually figure out what the fuck was going on. And then <clears throat> I started loving hockey more when I started playing like video games with my dad and I would cry if he didn't let me win. So I'd make him pull the goalie with like a minute left so I could tie it up and then he'd beat me in overtime. And then eventually it got to a point where he'd stop letting me win. But yeah, no, I'd cry like a baby any sports game like baseball against them I was like throw me pitch down the middle or I'm not playing anymore or like (laughs) hockey it's like pull the goalie or I'm not playing anymore and I'd use like the best team and I'd pick the team for him and it'd be the worst team (laughs) so yeah like everyone's hockey story is completely different I'm just so happy that you're into it and you're part of the program too I'm so excited to be part of the program I'm I'm just so that's again like I don't have anybody to really talk to about hockey and mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know just like getting you know meeting more people to talk about the sport is just so much fun so I've tried to get my friends into it but like they and it's one tough. of my friends a very good sport but again like it's hard to get into when you're it's like you know one there aren't really games to go to I think you know if I had the chance to like go to a game live I think it'd be a different story but way easier to get someone into it you show anyone like a live sport even if they're not a big fan of it the atmosphere is still cool like that's oh, yeah, it'll like, draw people in and then, I mean, like, you take time with them after, watch the game on TV. It's not the same, but, I mean, they have that experience to draw back on to be like, fuck, I want to go back now. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I'm only, I went to a couple of different, like, like baseball games growing up when I was a kid, like, live. And, you know, my dad's a big fan. And I tried so hard, but, you know, the American pastime, but it just was so boring. And, and, and baseball movies are fantastic. And I said, you know, like, one of the best sports movies is The League of Their Own. Mm-hmm. But... Like watching games live is just kind of like watching paint dry sometimes. Like I would, I'd be oh, like yeah. that nerd bringing a book to a sports game, and like, and then a couple of years ago, my friends and I saw like a Red Sox game, and the Sox were 
terrible that game, but it was so much fun. My friend and I were trying so hard to get onto like the Jumbotron or whatever, like whatever they had yeah. at um, Fenway Park. And um, oh, I need to go to Fenway. It, oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so I much need fun. To so bad. And we went and like we people around us overheard us trying to get onto the thing, but they weren't shooting our sh- section at all. And then finally, I think I posted like a picture and tagged tagged it. And so they were putting all those up during, you know, between one of the innings. And so my friend and I showed up in the picture. And so we started cheering and taking pictures of it. And all the people nice. around us were like clapping us and like sh- sh- grabbing our shoulders. You know how you like, can ha- hang out with strangers in crowds before Oh, this yeah. Year? High five people, <laughs> strangers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and, but like, promise me when you go to Fenway that you will not go to the Cheers bar. Why? Because I work there. (laughs) Don't do it. (laughs) Okay. I have horror stories. That (laughs) was like a legitimate don't go. I was like, all right. Legitimate don't go. Like, I mean, if you need to, I would say go for like, not for the, like for baseball, because it's so much more annoying. Probably if you go for like a Bruins game, I don't know why you do that as a Leafs fan, but. I don't know. Like like, the only time I've ever felt uncomfortable in other teams territories is in Montreal after the lockout. Uh, or the shortened no what was it yeah it was the shortened season and me and my buddy went wearing Leafs jerseys and we had like snowballs thrown at us from strangers and stuff like that which sounds harmless but uh, you go up to Montreal and you deal with the frozen ice that's in a snowball frozen ice good one Uh, you deal with the (laughs) ice that's in snowballs that shit hurts like that shit's not fun especially when people are hurling them at you like you think a kid's having a snowball fight ha 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 fun no 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 these are grown-ass adults throwing them at you and it's like, Jeez. Jesus, it's a sports like I, game. Lay the fuck off. I heard that Habs fans were intense, but... Most of them are right. assholes. Like, okay. I mean, it's the same with any sports-based. I guess I'm just sour because of that one story. But I mean, mm-hmm. there's... A I, that would do it, though. Fans. Oh, yeah, it was a real dick move. I was like, you don't need to do that. So after the... Yeah. I mean, we had a few drinks after or during the game. And we went out to a bar. And we were sitting in the bar. And we weren't getting service for a while. And I was like, ah, still wearing the Leaf jerseys probably take those off now and then no more than like a minute later someone came over wow yeah like like, i I went sacrifice business i don't give a shit yeah like i went to i i didn't go to a game but i went to a sports bar by my apartment when i lived in la um wearing like i didn't have a jersey at the time but i had an abs hoodie and i was wearing Mm -hmm. that and i asked them to put on the abs kings game please and they nicely did and there were actually kings fans but no one was there to like watch the game yeah but they were they were all very nice about it and we had like it was fun it was very civil and Mm -hmm. it's nice when you can have like that civil rivalry like that's when Mm -hmm. it's okay like i recently went to indiana for a raptors game and the people around us were the nicest ever like asking to take pictures with us and stuff and i was like what the fuck is going on they're like oh you're canadian they were like so thrilled that we were visiting it's like Uh yeah and like bought us beers i was like okay cool this is great like we can do no wrong. And when we were going through the aisles, like the most Canadian thing is like, Oh, excuse me. I'm going to squeeze by you. Pardon me. Pardon me. Sorry. Sorry. And like apologizing to everyone. They're like, Oh, you're so nice. It's like, you mean I don't need to say, excuse me when I'm passing through you and like putting my ass four inches away from your face. <laughs> like I don't need to use manners here. It's like, no, I need to. And yeah. everyone's just blown it's, it's away. common like, courtesy. What? Yeah. I was like, like oh, uh, okay. I'm excited to see how like, I haven't really met like as fans in person. So I'm really excited to kind of see. I've oh, connected with you on Twitter and, you know, hopefully they won't be assholes, but we had like the kind of experience with, um, what was it? The, like the Nikita Zadorov thing after the trade. Like, mm-hmm. do you remember, like, did you hear the comment that he made about fans? 
No. So after he was traded to the Blackhawks, um, he did an interview where he was saying that, I don't remember exactly the phrasing, but he said, you know, I'm kind of excited, you know, it's not going to be a huge shift to go to play in front of Chicago because I feel like we have more Blackhawks fans than Ass fans. <laughs> what is the direct, what's the, the actual direct quote? direct quote, so it's Zadorov, I'm playing in the United Center. You're pretty much playing in the United Center in Denver too. 75% of the fans are Blackhawks fans. I've been to the United Center. That barn is nuts. It's so much mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, it's going to be fun for the next couple of years as they go through their rebuild, but that's me being, <laughs> but <laughs> they had like, you know, but I talked to like other Az fans and none of us were like, no actual Az fan was offended by that because Colorado is full of with people who aren't from there. Like I, I'm not from there. I grew up there, but mm-hmm. I was born in Ohio and, you know, like most of the people there, you know, are from the East coast and moved over and so, you know, like no one's actually offended, but they kept on making it like a big deal. And I'm sure that Zadorov was kind of like blasting the fans a little bit. Yeah. Oh but, yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's but, a good, it's a fun little parting shot. I'll give them that. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I was kind of just like, okay, cool. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Like get out. We're done with you. That's it. Man. I'm happy to have Saad. I'll take him over you any day. <laughs> I, see, I, I secretly love Zadorov. He's I a do, dirty, dumb player. Like he's a very oh, stupid player. Dumb. His hockey I, IQ is horrible. And I don't mm-hmm. like calling people like stupid or dumb, but that man's hockey IQ is dumb. It's not great, mm-hmm. but, but he plays fun. such a gritty, fun style that like any yeah. team would love to have him. It's just yeah. stop being a dumbass and like, yeah, like do things and, right. Yeah, like for me, I don't hate him at all. Like I was like a little bit kind of stunned with that parting remark, but mm-hmm. like you know, I mean, he, he, you know, he's the one going to Chicago, so you know, yeah, yeah that's, See you yeah, later. that's punishment. That's punishment enough, and. <laughs> To have, you know, but like, I think, you know, I love seeing him like off the ice. His interviews were always really funny and chirps were always really fun. And, you know, obviously like a big presence, but I mean, I hope, I, I hope for his sake that it doesn't like, he's like the things work out for him in Chicago. I hope yeah. he had some like size to that team as they go through what they're going to go through. But it's gonna be I'm excited to have Saad. I'm excited yeah. to have Taze, uh, Devon Taze. He's you know, gonna be, I think he's going to be such a solid addition to that team. I'm not going to brag, but... Um. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like a perfect top four defense. It can fill in and it's like perfectly slotted as your second pairing, but it can easily be first pairing. Dude's I incredibly talented. That's why I think it's so great. Like I like about Bednar as the coach, you know, he's so willing to like change up the lines on the ice, depending on whatever happens. And, you know, you can have like the kind of straightforward lines, but then you can have, you know, you can have someone like Matt Calvert, who normally is like on the wing on the fourth line play up with McKinnon on the first, you know, you can have that flexibility when you have that kind of depth and you have like a, you know, a bag of tricks almost like, okay, we can do this, this, and this and figure it out. I'm, ex- I, I'm really excited to see what the uh, defensive lines are going to be with. I mean, it's a good problem to have. Like, exactly. That's a fantastic, it's not like, okay, which sixth pair defense or third pair defenseman are we going to put on? It's like, mm-hmm. okay, who makes the third pair because our top six are just very good. Like, mm-hmm. It's an excellent problem to have. Um, Owen, thank you so much <laughs> for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. This was an absolute blast. We'll have you on again for sure. Because I feel like we could do like a three-hour show and just keep talking and talking and talking. Yeah, no, cut me off. I'll I'll keep going. (laughs) But Uh, where can people find you on social media? Um, on social media, I have an Instagram at Graceful Owen, Owen with a Y, and then on Twitter at Owen's Grace, 
um, Owens plural for some reason, but also with a Y. And go so there. Those are where you- follow Owen for hockey information, for information around her life. It's an interesting follow. I promise you that. Plus, she might DM you when Jerome McGinley gets interviewed by the Weather Network. <laughs> yes. I, I have that plug. I have that connection. <laughs> Owen, thank you again. For Owen, I'm Matt, and we'll see you next time.